Rubber Meets the Road, Captain's Log, in the 88th episode of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, we're going over what we would call field tactics or applied tactics versus what they'd call drill tactics. Drill tactics are, here's the three to four steps. Applied tactics or field tactics are, this is what actually happens when you do that. So today is going to be field tactics, applied tactics, things that I do as they come. And so this isn't your three-step program. This is showing you exactly what it's like while I do the job. Okay. So I woke up today, messaged a bunch of people saying, hey, do you know any salespeople? I end up running to this this girl through a, a very good friend. She introduces me to a girl who works at uh, Indeed, or at ZipRecruiter. She works at ZipRecruiter. Very, very interesting. And I asked her, how do I make this description better? How do I make this job description better to pull in better salespeople? Um, about how many people do people interview before they get the right person? Asked her a series of questions. Very interesting answers. And she also said she knows salespeople who need work. And so I thought, how can I incentivize this person the most amount of money for this to work out? Money and sureness and what we do and etc., etc., etc. And now... I am, I just made a LinkedIn group for B2B tech sales professionals, and I'm going to go to these groups, and I'm personally going to recruit these people in these groups. And then, and so here's the plan. Here's an example of what I'm, I just wrote. So strategy, I made a tab in Discord just for LinkedIn, and then I started the first channel in it that says notes. And so my goal with LinkedIn Grow groups to find talent, get better at growing groups, get sales training products to donate so we can use the money to advertise the group, and the salespeople will also then see their products, give discounts for their products. Use the human capital to hire for Dream Blueprint and the cybersecurity portion of it, and eventually attract people for a content machine. So, strategy. Obviously, recruiting people is is the most important thing. Strategy. This is my copy and paste sentence. I add people from other B2B groups and I say, adding people from our sales group to make one central location where we can share advice and network. Figured I'd shoot you an ad on it also. Because they're in the group, right? And then I say, then I send them a request to the B2B tech sales group. Like anything else, it'll end up being a law of averages. Um, I'm, gr- I'm going to grow up to 50 members and then that's the first time I'm going to make a post saying I'm looking for B2B salespeople. Very good pay, remote work. I'm going to continue to post and make great content for the group. I went to these groups. It's all just boring. Nobody wants to watch that. All right. The problem is everybody has their sales video of how to sell up on LinkedIn. So if yours isn't at least interesting looking or special, it's a waste of fucking time. And I know that because I went to all these groups And yeah, it's all great material, but which one do I choose? I don't know. I'd rather not even have to make that decision. It's a waste of my time. Everyone else feels the same. So making great content on LinkedIn is important. 
Um, so I'm going to make a B2B sales job like a mock-up description. And then I'm going to have the person that I met who works at ZipRecruiter perfect it for me. It's going to be perfected. And that's what I'm going to post in the group. She also told me you can put a free ad on Indeed. So right now I'm focusing on pitching the right people to do the job. Pitching the right people. And I'm pitching the right people first, which is the salespeople. I already got marketers. If I need more marketers, the money the salespeople will get will be used to find those marketers. And I know exactly how to utilize those marketers to get the result. And so I'm going to pay her for every person she recruits to make this like extremely worth her time. And if she has any bit confidence in the fact that she's a recruiter, then that'll make sense to her. After this, going to use the money to obviously refund LLC, get chat GPT. Why can't I never say that? Chat GPT premium, get the taxes and legal taken care of so I never have to look at those damn papers. Um, funding for PCI DSS so we can put people in compliance for the cybersecurity portion of it and uh, immediately get the finance plan in order, have a consultant make the P&L and all the finance, all the, all the super math of it, explain that to me better and organize it better for me. And so that's the goal. Now on the customer side of things, what they like is the customer service. They would pay for a worse product with best, better customer service because they don't know what you're doing half the time anyways, bro. And so the customer service mixed with the results and having, again, all these Fortune 500 companies are laying off marketers, which means I can afford to do, I can teach the part of the marketing that's just time consuming and pay for that hourly. The education that they have, I can just pay in consulting. So I can have them consult me or I can have them consult my marketer. And I can afford to pay them $150 an hour because I know how to do all the groundwork that they're going to pretend takes way longer. Be like, oh, this is a 10-hour job. No, it's not. You think you should charge 10 hours for it because you used 40 years to learn it. It's a one-hour job. Two-hour job to perfect it with your consultation included. And so since I can allocate the resources correctly, then I can actually pay people what they actually should be getting paid per hour instead of them trying to maneuver me by, by getting the same amount of money and pretending it costs more time than it does. And since time's of the fucking essence, I don't have somebody to do something for 20 hours and charge me for 20 when it took them one hour. I need the shit done. So I have it all organized, like overly, not only organized in my head, but on Discord and on paper and through a million conversations and through a million, um, a million ways that I've delegated this stuff out. And so, yeah, that's in, in the mix of things. This is our field strategy. This is the, the, our field tactics. This is tactics in real time. This is um. This is when th- when the rubber hits the road and things get applied. Really, what you're doing. 
told my salesperson today I'd give him a $250 bonus if he closed the deal by the end of the week. He started today, so he has Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to do so. And so while I'm doing that, I'm popping in and out training him, doing the uh, opening training for the company to get these people started and up and ready and making cash. And another way that I've learned to recruit is if someone says, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that, or I don't believe in the company, or I don't believe in the job, or that. I'll just be like, okay, would you mind doing something for one hour a week that takes even less time for more money? And they go, I don't, well, yeah, what? And so I draw them in with the job that gets less for me and gives them less money. Because I, I pay them once, right? If I pay you $50 for one hour, that that's cool. But then I'll use that so that they can sit and make the money and then say, wait a minute, why the fuck is this sales dude making a thousand a sale when I'm only making $50 once a week? Told you, doofus. I've been trying. I've been trying to reel you into the opportunity. I've been doing everything. I've been giving you free money, basically, to bring in. And so my quote-unquote marketing is not... Mar- my marketing is marketing to talent. That's about it. So I market that talent. Then when I bring them in, I organize and I make sure... So there's two customers I have. For for the way I'm doing things right now, by the way. Which is bringing the talent in. What be the actual clients. And so, yes, I have to sell my product to the clients, but at the same rate, you you have to sell the product to your company internally. Be good at recruiting and good at doing that. So, a lot of what I'm doing right now is training a salesperson, just experiencing it, just experiencing the training, looking for uh, the possible, the ways that I can optimize it, looking for the vulnerabilities in the strategy and how to perfect those, looking for better ways to look for the vulnerabilities in the strategy, looking for better ways to look for the things that optimize the strategy, including at night reading anything from cybersecurity material that has to do with, it's a, the whole field is just risk management 101, to reading to military strategy books at night. And organizing those in Discord and then reorganizing them and then using ChatGPT to reorganize them and reorganizing some more. And so, yeah, we're doing a lot right now. Um, my, my main focus is recruiting. I know I'm doing a lot, but the real thing that I'm like, what do I need to focus? need to focus on recruiting, really. Like really, really, really focus on recruiting. And so, yeah, now when I find one one thing of gold, you know, the first thing my mind thinks, where's the rest of the fucking gold? <laughs> That's the first nice try, motherfucker. Where's the real gold? So I found a person who works at ZipRecruiter, and I'm like, I'm like, where's the rest of the gold? That's how I feel. I'm like, okay, I found one person. I didn't know there were people that could help this much. Where's the rest of you? Instead of recruiting some salespeople, how about you recruit some more recruiters for me? That would that would be cool. That would be cool as hell. That would be fucking awesome. I see why recruiters exist now. This is great. And so sooner or later, I'm going to have to overly optimize this stuff. Because it's a lot of 
It's done in a guerrilla fashion, but I, luckily enough, I use Discord to quickly organize the shit out of everything so that it, it can be redone and not be just a guerrilla fashion. It's systemized, automated, and then I can delegate. So the part where you're creating it, that's the guerrilla part. The part where you systemize it, that's where things start to, to make a little more sense and not be so guerrilla marketing. Not so like random ass, um, you know, bootstrapped warfare. And I think the thing that's helped me the most in this is chat GPT and Discord because it's made my guerrilla tactics organized to me even in my own head. So that instead of having to recreate my knowledge, if I ever forget it or need to be reminded of my procedural approach to these things, they're written down. And I'll read them and be like, oh yeah, I do say that all the time. I might as well just write it down and put it into like a checklist of four things if I'm just going to say the damn four things over and over every time I run into something business related. And so, yeah, focusing on recruiting, training the people that I have, perfecting this system, selling people to be in the business, really doing the time. Like, what do people want to be a part of this? What would make it worth people's time to be a part of what I'm doing? What amount of money? What values? How would it help them in their development? What what would they really get out of it? What would they really, what, what do people really get out of anything, including joining groups and, and accomplishing goals? And then that being said, how do I increase the LTV? This is the first thing I think about. Do I want someone to work for me for a day or a year or 10 years? How long do I need them to work for me? How long do they want to work for me? Is that a match or not? What should the LTV be of your average person? In theory, should they should we all work towards the goal for infinity? Should that be my goal? Is to have a goal that could be worked for towards infinity, regardless how the economy changes, regardless what point in human history, regardless the person, regardless the product, the company takes care of all of that. Ooh, that'd be a really high goal, wouldn't it? A company that through all of mankind and history is never going to go away ever again. If I could build something like that, that'd be super genius. And so I think about these things more and more and more and more and more as I sit here and put my mind to it and put my feet on the ground and get into it. Now, the part that's going to take up way too much of my time, so I need to hurry up and optimize this shit. Like, I, I have less than the middle of the year to optimize this. So June, less than in June, and it's March. So I got like three months ahead of me for that. Again, I got less than the middle of the year. So I need to optimize what I'm doing. I need to optimize what I'm looking for. And then I need to optimize somebody to put out fires for the people that have optimized and are um, working on that project. Then I can focus on the, the last thing that I really have to optimize, you know, company, product delivery and sale wise, which is, and I already have some standard operating procedures, but how to work with the marketers and the contractors. It's probably never going to happen because of the leverage that the consultants have, I guess. But if I can optimize it, and I can optimize it to the point where the 
managers in my company have direct access to a consultant who is smarter than even I am once a week or once every two weeks or once a month or once a quarter, then, well, damn, I've optimized the whole fucking business. Don't ask me what to do. Ask the three consultants that I would ask the question you're about to ask me anyways. I'm just here to set things up so that everybody can do the job correctly. And then and then after all that, to be honest with you, I, I'm already grateful regardless, so that shit doesn't really matter. I slept outside or slept in a mansion. If that made a difference to me would be the mark of my lack of mental health. So I set the job up for it to be done correctly. What do I want out of life? Um, to give it back to itself, I guess. I got what I need. Hey, y- y'all can. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go back to myself too. So feel comfortable going back to you. You know. And I just want to douse this place with love, respect, and gratitude. Wouldn't that be ideal? What if you could press a button right now and you could say you could either have $10 million or you can have love, respect, and gratitude resonate from your entire being for the rest of your entire fucking life? Like if that button really existed, which one would you press? (laughs) Some people would press the $10 I'm sorry, I can't. I don't have the spiritual strength or whatever the fuck. I would press the button where I have, I resonate with love, respect, and gratitude from me out to everybody else for the rest of eternity. That's the button I would doop, and I would hurry up just in case my mind started thinking, doop, nope, not stupid, not anymore. (laughs) We're we're not 14-year-olds who want to take over the the world and be like, I mean, I I do, we all do to some degree, I want to be a spy, some cool movie stuff, but... I know what button I would press. That's the realization of this all. Is that I think I can run this thing because I'm not attached to it. And I'm not attached to it because I already know that that's not the button I'm trying to press anyways. It's the love, gratitude, respect one. If my right finger, like these apps want me to do, could press one button, it'd be a big-ass red button. It'd say love, gratitude, respect. I'd over I'd break that bitch. I'd overdo it. I love everyone. Fuck. But I can't always be that. And I can't always have respect. And I can't always have gratitude. So I know at the end of the day that I can always start a business and I can always hire people and I can always make money and I can always lose money. And I can always do all of those things very fucking easily, but the love, respect, and gratitude. That's the thing that I wish I could just have control over that more than anything in the universe. And that's the thing that comes and goes in life more than anything. From you or for anybody else. So I know what fucking button I would press at the end of the day, and it's not this one. It's my own button of love, respect, and gratitude to give from me out to other people. And when I don't have that, I feel like shit. I'll never let me convince you me not having that is a happy me or a happy you, because it's not. And so the more I stop focusing on that, the more I'm fucked and I'll get lost in all this stuff I'm doing. I'll get, as they say, lost in the sauce. It tends to happen. 
And so whenever I show up to meetings, you want to know what my number one goal is? Don't get attached to the stupid-ass bullshit. Whenever I have a meeting with another salesperson or training them, you know what I think? Don't get attached to stupid-ass bullshit. Whenever a person leaves the company or something goes wrong or I have an issue or, you know what I think? Don't get attached to this bullshit. And the moment you start getting attached is when the real problems actually start. People start, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, what? This is all bullshit. And I want to make enough money just so I could be like, this is all bullshit. I only do this for you guys. <laughs> this is all bullshit. Like the Joker in the movie, he... So believe me when I tell you, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And the moment you start forgetting that, again, is when it all goes... It's when you're playing the video game and you're beating everyone's ass. Then you lose for a second. Then you lean in. You lost. One of the best salespeople I've ever met in my life, I said, uh, why are you so good at sales? What do you think makes you good? And he said, because I lean back in my chair. That's it. That's what he said. So it's when you start leaning in when you're losing in life or when you're winning in life that I think the highs and lows and ups and downs and you're, you're starting to get attached. Your indifference is being lost. You should be indifferent when you win. You should be indifferent when you lose. But why? Because being indifferent's cool? No, because it's all bullshit. The moment you stop being indifferent is 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 pretty much when you you you're not realizing that it's all bullshit. And that's when a human being has so much anxiety that they mess up a process. I listen to what I just said. That leaning forward in your chair is when a human being develops enough anxiety. A human being, which is who you are, develops enough anxiety to fuck up a process, which is something you're not. And so we got to remember, we are the human being in the process. We aren't the process. (laughs) And sometimes I'll be killing it and I'm like, I am the process. Totally different stage of mind, I promise you, but... We aren't the process. We are a person. And so once the person starts leaning in, the process fucks up. So if there's no mental health of the person, the process doesn't matter is my point. I think that's where a lot of these businesses go wrong. We hire people and with low mental health or, or we ruin their mental health even and we wonder why they're not doing the processes correctly. And I understand you should be able to, you should be able to take a lot of emotions and still get a process done. I get that, but let's not be unrealistic about it. The healthier the human being, probably the better they do the process in theory, right? Or the better that they could be capable of it in theory, right? Well, guess what, motherfucker? No one's telling me what to do and no process is either. And I decided that I'm going to be wealthy. And I'm going to do that by being as grateful as I possible can for life. And when I'm not doing that, my life's going to suck. So I don't, I don't have to micromanage that downside because it'll suck all by itself. So being in the mix of it all feels like, it feels like, you know what it feels like? It feels like you realized 
that everything's bullshit. But instead of the when usually in life you realize things are bullshit and it makes you upset. This feels like I'm real realizing things are bullshit, but it's making me feel fucking great. I'm like, if it's all bullshit, then I do have free will, and if I had, if I really actualized my free will, I'd probably use it to have love, gratitude, and respect. Like, if, if there was nothing else left, if everything else was even, so to speak, probably the last thing I'd want is just to appreciate it. Like, that's it. I wouldn't need more. That's what I'd be looking for to begin with. That is the thing that you get at the end of needing more or that you harbor from yourself so that you feel like you have to get something to feel grateful or respectful or love for other people. So, so yeah. There's a lot of robots and moving arms and moving parts to the process, but at the end of the day, they're just people being people. Just just monkeys. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkeys being monkeys. Us doing our monkey ass thing. And since I know we're just monkeys doing our monkey ass thing, I'm pretty detached from it. I had uh, people like, well, don't you need to fix this? Well, you should really. And I'm just like, all right, next. 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 Because I can see through the fucking bullshit like a million miles away. And if anybody thinks that I'm too nonchalant, I'll look them dead in the motherfucking soul in their eyes and say, no, listen, I see that the bullshit, this is fucking bullshit. This is a lie. Bullshit. Next. Much love and respect. This is bullshit. It's cut out, period. Next subject, let's go. You guys are doing great. You guys are doing amazing. Cut out the bullshit. And not everybody's capable of dealing with someone telling the truth, which is weird. So, yeah, the only people I've found capable of the truth are the people whose money relies on it. So I get along a lot better with the people who are directly tied to what happens with the money than the people who just, you know, they're doing their job or their personal thing or whatever. I don't know. It feels natural. And the most natural me is the part that looks, that just stands up and goes, yeah, this is all bullshit. We've all known it for eternity and we still do. You guys have forgotten it. And that's what I'm here for is to make you remember that this is all bullshit. Now, that's not the same as as um, saying that there's no work to be done in life and that you shouldn't continue to tend to your garden and mow your grass and make the things around you sustainable and up keep them. That's not the same thing. That isn't the same thing as saying if a nation attacks us, we need to defend ourselves and be prepared to do so. That's not the same. My view from being in the mix of this is like something like martial arts. Those who inherit the earth will have weapons and they will keep them sheathed. Well, they say walk with a big stick and tread lightly. So that's kind of what it is. That's my view on it. That's absolutely my view on it. It is something like martial arts. 
All I do is eat rice and climb upstairs, but I'm the most dangerous motherfucker in the woods, and I just meditate for 10 hours a day. That's what I mean. I think that's what those people are trying to get at. Just because you don't have to be attached to the bullshit doesn't mean there aren't things to do that you should keep doing or or maybe out of just desire want to keep doing. Or maybe even just want to observe and appreciate or something of the sort. So I'm going to jump back into the Matrix and um, just enjoy it and like tell people, hey man, how y'all doing? It's kind of great, isn't it? It's kind of interesting, this little rock run, this little world run, this little game we're playing. And so once I lose this, I fuck up every meeting, I fuck up every sale, I fuck up every recruit that I have. Because they're like, why does this dude who we're all supposed to trust have such little bandwidth? Why is he so concerned with the outcome? It's a little bit of a red flag, don't you think? You'd be right, it would be a red flag. If I'm supposed to lead all of these people and have some form of quote-unquote vision, whatever that means, and be confident in it, and I'm nervous about the outcome, probably not a person you should be following. And so you should follow the person who knows their self, the person who follows their self, the person who buys their self, and the person who points you back to yourself. And the moment you stop doing that, you all failed. So once I stop doing that, which I will... Sooner or later, because that's life, in and out and in and out, I'm failing. And uh, once I'm realizing and actualizing the wealth and gratitude of life, that's how I know I'm succeeding. And once I stop doing that, I fucked up and I'll fuck all this stuff up. Everything will be taken away from me. And I guarantee that. So in the mix of it, hey guys, who's smarter than me that can teach me what to do next? I'm not going to pretend that I, I I know what to do in life. Nobody knows what to do because nobody even defines the parameters for success. So I'll just enjoy myself here and talk to people and play my chess pieces where I want to play them and enjoy myself. American Entrepreneur Podcast. Much love.